apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Home Mortgage is an equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Jones had first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is his availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to me. Taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not, they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Talk with RJ. We got we we got we got to call an audible here. We got to call an audible. Steve Risser, along with Justin D'Onofrio. We got to call an audible. Thanks to Justin for texting me, and we're the first to report it. Uh, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, Damian Lillard is being traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Do you know the details of the move, Justin? Um. So yeah, this is from Wojnarowski. It says Lillard goes to Milwaukee as a part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Tuami Kamara and a 2019 unprotected, unprotected Milwaukee first rounder and un, an unprotected Milwaukee swag, swap rates in 2028 and 2030 to, to Portland. Phoenix lands Yusuf Nukic, Grayson Allen, Nassar Little, and uh, Keon Johnson. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a huge move. This is a huge move from uh, from uh, shifting the power of the Eastern Conference. This is a huge it's a hum- it's a humo- humongous move right here with 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 Lil- with Lillard going there. You, put, you add Lillard with Giannis. Uh, this is a huge. This is this is this is. I didn't see this one coming because I heard. I we I obviously it. heard about the Miami Heat all off season. We heard about the uh, we heard, we heard about the uh, Toronto Raptors yesterday. But Lillard going to the Bucks. This is this is this is humongous. This is a humongous move for the Milwaukee Bucks, and 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 this definitely sh- uh, should. Should definitely make. I mean, this is. We'll ask the question later, but right now, 
they're they're definitely the favorite to win the championship. They're definitely the, the, the favorite. I mean, with, with Lillard and Giannis, there's no way I can't see this team not being the favorite to win it all. Yeah, yeah, I I'd be right there with you. You know, you got Chris Middleton too at the at the shooting guard spot. Um, yeah, you had a guy like Giannis. You had a point guard and uh, Damian Lillard. You had another kind of shot maker. That's something that Milwaukee's kind of been missing the last couple of years. Um, so yeah, you know, think probably right now the bet. You know, we're, you know they the bench production. But yeah, you had a Giannis and Damian Lillard and. Yeah, right now in the East, we're so wide open. I'd have to pick Milwaukee to be the front runner right now to win the title. Oh, there's no way. I mean, if you if you look at the you look at the Eastern Conference, you look at uh you look at Boston with uh, with Tate with Tatum and Jalen Brown. They added Porzingis, but Tatum's not as good as Giannis and uh and uh and Jalen Brown. He's not the number two that Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's second going to be the second best player on this is the second best player on the team. You got you, you got you have yeah you got Lillard, you got Giannis, you still got Middleton. I think I assume they still got Lopez. They got Lopez as well. Holiday, you told me he's gone, right? Which is what yep. expected he's expected when you're going to when you have a great player like that. But yeah, Holiday is Holiday's now gone. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a huge move. A huge move. They're definitely the best team in the East. Then you look at uh, when you look at the Heat, they're obviously better than them. They have more talent than the Heat. Then you look at uh, the Sixers. The Sixers are the Sixers. The Sixers they ain't beating, they ain't beating the Bucks. So realistic, realistically, I think that this is. Milwaukee's conference, or this is definitely Milwaukee's conference right now. And if you look throughout the NBA, I mean, I think they're they're a better team than Denver Nuggets right now. I think they're better than the Nuggets. I mean, Jokic is is is, is great, but Lillard's a better number two than uh and the Murray than uh than Jamal Murray. So right now, the Bucks are the favorite to win the NBA championship, hands down. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, I'm right there with you. Yeah, with Lillard. Yeah, they Eastern Conference now. Celtics. Uh, you know, I know they added Porzingis, but you know that. You know, it doesn't do a ton. I don't really love, you know, their guard play outside of like Jalen Brown or now. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the Bucks. Yeah, you had a guy like Damian Lillard, who's such a TV player, who's played in the playoffs, um, who's one of the best guards. You know, I know he's an older guy, and he's getting up there, but he's still a phenomenal player. Um, you know, he's put Portland on his back at times in the playoffs. I know they had McCollum as well, but yeah, I, I think we're in Milwaukee. This is kind of huge for him, and you know, because there was rumors that I think even. I forget what podcast it was, you know, it was back in like July or August and Giannis was kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be in Milwaukee like my entire career. So this is probably a move Milwaukee kind of had to make too, where, Hey, you know, this is probably gonna keep Giannis happy um, here. And, and yeah, they, they got such a great team. And yeah, I think right now, um, yeah, you look at entire NBA. Yeah. They're, 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 I think a little bit better right now than nuggets. And the big question now is, is yeah, now talking about Giannis, is does this help Giannis's future in Milwaukee? It absolutely does. It absolutely does. I feel like now he's going to stay in Milwaukee for the duration of his contract. He's playing yeah. with one of the top, you know, fifteen, top ten, top fifteen players in the sport. So he absolutely is going to be is going to help Giannis stay in Milwaukee. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I I would assume he's very happy now um, to be there. So yeah. Uh, so at the moment, yeah, that you know, that Bucks team. Um, I, I, yeah, Giannis has to be happy about this and to add another guy like Damian Lillard to add a kind of a second superstar. I know Milton, you know, Chris Middleton's a nice player, but he's not on that caliber. Um, so yeah, th- I think this is, this definitely helps. Um, this definitely helps Giannis kind of want to say in Milwaukee, I think, you know, for the, for the remainder of his contract. Absolutely. And give a ton of credit to, to the Bucks for making this move. Give a ton of credit for the Bucks for making this move. The biggest reason why they fall, fallen short is, they really haven't had that guy outside of Giannis in the in the playoffs. That's the reason why they've fallen short. We see that we saw in 2019 they had the uh, 2-0 lead against uh, 
they had they had that two zero lead against uh, the, the the Raptors. They lost in six. They did end up to be honest. They carried into that championship in 2021, 2022. A big reason why they lost to the to, to the Celtics didn't have that number two. Didn't have that consistent number two. Then uh, or that superstar and number two. Drew Holiday's a really good player, but that, that number two is a superstar. And Chris Middleton's a good player, but that number two is a superstar. And then you got then you had last year they got they were bounced in the first round. Great move by the Bucks to say we're back now. We're back being the favorites to win the NBA championship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you, they went down last year, and you could see they they really struggled when Giannis got hurt in that series, and you know they got eliminated what in five games, I believe. So, uh, they 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 really struggled without him last year. So, yeah, they they really need somebody else to kind of come in here and step up. And yeah, credit to the Bucks. And this one came out of nowhere too. Like there was no kind of rumor. Like the Bucks have kind of entered the trade. Like it was, I was kind of surprised and I had to kind of double take at first when I saw it was Milwaukee. Um, so yeah, credit, credit the Bucks to kind of want to keep this thing going here and, and bringing in a guy like Damian Lillard. Cause yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a huge pickup for him and yeah, this, this, and it's, um, and it's great. And I got to think, yeah, Giannis, it's got to love playing with Lillard here and definitely wants to uh, stick around. Oh, without, without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt right now, preseason prediction. I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going with the Bucks over the. Uh, I'm going with the Bucks over the Nuggets. I'm going with the Bucks over the Nuggets. I don't think you can. I don't care who that coach is. I can, I can care less if that coach is. Mike Boonholzer is probably upset now that he got fired. Look at the team he's got. Look at the team the Bucks have now. But yeah, I I I don't care who that coach is. I really don't. I I, I don't care. Uh, I think the Bucks are the clear clear favorite to win to win this title. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. Uh, yeah, right now I got the Bucks. Uh, you know, I'll. I'll I'll go to Phoenix. I'll go uh, Milwaukee knocking off Phoenix uh, right now in the NBA Finals. So a, a rematch of the finals a couple years ago. That that till right now that that'll be my uh, that'll be my NBA final pick. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. It, it 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 should be. It should be. It's a tough break for the Celtics. Tough break for the Celtics. You're thinking this is the year we're going to break through. This is the year we're going to get there. And then mm-hmm. Bucks go out and trade for trade for uh, trade for uh, Lillard. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, you know they they got some work they got to do now, and we, you know what we'll see now with uh, Jalen Brown getting that huge contract and being the richest man in the uh, or that you know biggest contract in the NBA. If you can kind of live up to it and uh, you know, somehow somehow maybe upset the uh, upset the Bucks, but yeah, it's uh, tough 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 for the Celtics here and for the fans for oh. for of uh, Boston fan. <laughs> oh, 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 it's got to be. It's got to be. See, seeing, seeing that, seeing that something like this has happened, it, 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 it absolutely, it absolutely has to. So, so yeah, big, 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 big move for Milwaukee. Huge move for them. The Lillard is going to to, to the Bucks, and uh, is, 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 is so. I mean, this came right, right, right when our show started, came out. So, pretty crazy that uh, the the question has been answered, and Lillard is going is going to the Bucks. But we got to move on to college football, and we're obviously we'll still start with Colorado, even though they got crushed last week. And uh, I, I, th- I think uh, I think it's going to be more of the same this week. I think it'll be a better game, but I do think that USC wins it by three scores. I got USC beating Colorado. I think Caleb Williams is a huge day against Shaheem Sanders. I think this is. I mean, I think Shaheem Sanders plays better in this game, but not well enough. And I got USC staying undefeated, beating Colorado forty-nine to thirty-one. But Justin, the big question is: is is can Dion bounce back this week and pull off a huge upset win? Oh, they got no chance. They got USC fifty-two to twenty-one. Um, yeah, they'll 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 score a little bit more than they did last week. Um, but you saw up front, they Colorado does not have the man uh, manpower up front, and Oregon 
bully them. And Oregon could have put up 80. You know, Dan 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 Lanning showed them some mercy last week. And uh, Colorado, the, the those players were talking a lot of smack, and you know they got what they asked for. So uh, no, it's be a blowout. And and I don't know, I don't know if you've seen this freshman that USC's got so far, um, Dykeer Branch. His first game against San Jose State, he had a kick return for a touchdown. And it was like Reggie Bush, like that nobody touched him. Uh, he's explosive. I have no idea how Colorado's gonna guard him because you know he he plays, you know, he, he's one of the wide receivers. Um, this would be ugly, and I don't know how many stops Colorado's gonna get, and it's not gonna be many. And USC didn't play well last week, so I, I you know could expect you know Lincoln and that offense put him on, put it on uh Colorado this weekend. Uh, oh, I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, I mean, rough week for Dion last week, and yeah, I, I definitely could see it with Colorado. This is probably the last week we're going to be talking about Colorado uh, the way we are because it, it, it could be get very, uh, it could be very, very ugly for them this week. Yes, it could. Um, you know, this is kind of you know, last week was more thinking to it, it, you know, incline where they're at. They're they're a team that should be ranked like I put them in like the sixties. That's they're a middle of pack team. That that's what they are. You know, they just they don't have the talent up front yet or on the defensive line. Again, the offensive line, they or you know, yeah, the offensive defensive line, they, they got guys in the transfer portal that were like third and fourth string guys at other places. Like they they just, you know, they don't have the talent up front yet. And I think he's already got three defensive linemen coming in for next year, one offensive lineman. So he's starting to kind of build it up, and that's what he's gonna have to do here. So yeah, this is gonna be ugly in USC. Not as physical as Oregon, but they still got more talent up front. Yeah, and you were right. You you were right when Joe was coming at me, and you were coming at me last week. You were right. They they weren't re- they weren't ready to be they were not ready to be a big time team, uh, Colorado yes. last week, and they proved it. As Dan Lanning says, they're playing for clicks. We're playing for wins, and uh, yeah. that was that was that they they, they de- the Oregon definitely proved that last week. Oh, it definitely did. It definitely did. And I'm surprised after that message, I'm surprised Lanning took it so easy on him the second half because yeah, that they could have put up 80. They they oh, they put up easily. That was you know, that was bad. Uh they just dropped eight and Colorado didn't tried to limit the explosives, but that did not work. Absolutely, 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 absolutely. So we got another Pac-12 matchup between Utah and Oregon State. Uh, this this is I think this is going to be a close competitive game. I'm going to take the team with the better quarterback. I'm going with DJ here. I got DJ winning this game. I got Oregon State winning 24 to 21. But Justin, can Utah stay undefeated? No, uh, Cam Rising. It's nobody knows. He's so up in the air. I guess he did practice yesterday or Monday. One of the two days he did go out there and practice. Um, but nobody knows. This Utah offense right now is not great. I know DJ didn't play, you know, great. They came back last week. They got down 38 to 21. Um, but I like this. I think the Beavers defense bounced back. And nobody on Utah, you know, Washington it's got such a dynamic offense. Utah really does not right now, especially if Rising doesn't play. Um, I think Damian Martinez and um, Deshaun Pedowick on the ground for the Beavers do enough. Corvallis is a tough place to play at. I got the Beavers 24 to 17. SEC matchup in Lexington as the uh, Florida Gators face off with the uh, with the uh, Kentucky Wildcats. I think this is close, competitive both ways. But I'm going to go with Graham Mertz and the Gators to get another win, big win in the SEC. I got Florida winning this game 23-20. But, Justin, can the Wildcats stay unbeaten? No, I haven't really been impressed by Kentucky so far. I got the the Gators as well going the road twenty four to twenty. I like Kentucky really hasn't played anybody, and I really have not been impressed by their offense. It just has not been clicking. I thought Devin, Devin Leary was gonna come in. 
um, you know, transfer NC State and, uh, you know, play pretty well and, and put up some pretty good numbers with Liam Cohen as the OC, but that just hasn't happened. And I really like the Gators defense. I think they've played a lot better since that Utah game week one. Um, you know, first time going back on the road and they had a lot of kind of false starts in that game. They got to be a little bit, you know, more disciplined, but Graham Mertz really has taken care of the ball. They're starting to get a running game going with ETN. And I think Florida goes on the road and knocks off the uh, Wildcats. SEC matchup in, uh, in in Auburn as Georgia faces Auburn. And I think I think Georgia wins this game. I think Georgia wins this game pretty It's funny how they're playing earlier in the season now. They used to play like yeah. in, back in uh, – they used to play back in November. Now they play early in the year. But I think Georgia wins this game handily. I know Hugh Freeze is there and Auburn's improved, but I go with Georgia. I got Georgia winning this one 34-10. I think, uh, I think Beck has a good game. I think Georgia runs the ball well. I got Georgia winning 34-10. But, Justin, is there any way Auburn can pull off the major upset? No, because Auburn's playing three quarterbacks. And when you play three quarterbacks, it means you don't even have one. And Payton Thorne's been awful. Like, he had guys open last week in A&M. They just, he just could not hit them. Then they used Robbie Ashford in, in the uh, red zone. But he's not a great passer as well. And then they they started using a freshman holding um, Grenier. Who's, he's a freshman. He's not great either right now. Like, they averaged one yard per pass last week. Like, this – Good luck doing that with Georgia. Like, Georgia's been sleepwalking. I could see this thing being close at the half. Um, but Georgia, I feel like in the second half, you know, just like they did at South Carolina, they just step on their throats and just kind of, you know, get out of there and play a lot better. I think Georgia wins this game 20 to 10. We got a Big 12 matchup in Austin as Kansas faces Texas. But Kansas is now playing a big boy in Texas. And I think that, I think, I think, uh, they, they, they don't win this week. Yes, Kansas. We saw it last year. Them get off to a hot start. We saw them be in the top twenty-five team. But I think this is when Kansas starts to fall off. I got Texas winning this game. I think Kuhn uses a huge game. I got Texas winning this game, thirty-eight seventeen. But Justin, can Jalen Daniels find some way to keep Kansas undefeated? I would love to see it, but I got the Longhorn thirty to twenty-seven. Um, I think the offense can kind of keep them in there for for the Jayhawks. But the the worry I have in this one is Texas up front. Um, could kind of uh, push around Kansas and, and Kansas for their offense to be successful. They rely on that run game and then kind of use play action. And um, that's kind of how they're able to beat teams through the air. Um, Daniel's a you know good dual threat guy, but look, you know, Kansas went in there two years ago as a 31 point dog. They're not going to be intimidated. Ewers should have a good day against a Kansas secondary. That's not great. And they got some, you know, obviously Texas got some elite weapons. Um, Baylor did kind of move the ball a little bit. They, you know, could not capitalize in the red zone. And that's a really bad Baylor team that's just falling apart right now. But Texas should win this game. But it's another one where I wouldn't be shocked to see Kansas win. I just, again, I still there with Texas where I got to see it just absolutely just pummel a couple of teams. And, you know, they beat Alabama, I, I, though, not, in Alabama. They did. They did. But the problem with Texas is they always lose games they shouldn't. That's And they, they struggled with Wyoming play. the week after. Yes, with Wyoming's backup quarterback. That was 10 tango in the fourth quarter. And so, you know, they should win this game, but I think Kansas will keep it interesting. We got an SEC matchup on Saturday night between two two ranked teams. You got LSU heading to Ole Miss. I think this is a really good, really good, close, competitive game, but I'm going to take the team with the better quarterback. I'm going with Jalen and the better head coach who could win big games. I'm going to go with uh, Brian Kelly to beat uh, Lane Kiffin in this game. I got uh, – I got Jalen Daniels beating Jackson Dart. I think he outplays them. I think this is a close competitive game, and I'm going with the Tigers. I got LSU beating Ole Miss 
Yeah, that's one. I, I seriously have no idea. I got. I don't know what team I should trust more, but I've got. I got LSU at thirty four to twenty eight. Yeah, I was not. Again, like last week, like I can't. I, I like LSU. I thought okay, Mississippi State they figured it out. Then last week I wasn't impressed with the way they put against Arkansas. Their secondary was not good. Um, and then Ole Miss. It's you know, I kind of thought Tulane probably should have beat them. And Michael Pratt played in last week. Jackson Dart. I may have jumped the gun on him. He looked awful last week. Um, I think LSU is going to get some pressure on them. I think Ole Miss will make some plays against that defense through the air, but I think Daniels will will as well. They, you know, Ole Miss they get Zach here, uh, Franklin back last week. He did have, he only had one catch, but could be kind of a big playmaker in this one. I'm going to take Brian Kelly and the Tigers to go on the road, but I wouldn't be shocked to see Ole Miss win this one. I, you know, this is a, this is a game I wouldn't be shocked to see either team win. All right, so we yeah, it should be a good game between those two teams. All right, but we got a matchup with Duke being undefeated facing Notre Dame, who's going to trying to bounce back from an absolutely heartbreaking loss last week to Ohio State. That was Notre Dame being Notre Dame, so similar. That was similar to Reggie Bush. That same end zone, yeah, pretty much. Wow, wow, just, that was the same end zone. Yeah, that's Notre Dame lose another go. heartbreaker. Yeah, there. You know, that's what's happened the last thirty years of that poor program. They just can't find a way to get get you know get over the hump. Get out a, lot, the a lot of good, no great. That's the thing with Notre no. Dame. That's the thing with Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, yeah. Even with a Sam Hartman, they don't just yep. not yet. Oh, you know, they still got a chance. Outsider chances. Yeah, but. yeah. But but I do think they win this week. I know Duke is undefeated, but they're not playing UConn this week. They're playing Notre Dame, and I think Notre Dame wins. I got them winning it by the two scores. I think they win at twenty-seven seventeen. I think they force Riley Leonard to turn the ball over a couple times. And I think Sam Hartman has a good game. I got the Irish bouncing back, beating beating Duke twenty-seven seventeen. But Justin, can Duke remain undefeated? No, and I hope Notre Dame puts them in their place this week. I got the Irish 31 21. Were you upset um, what happened during the UConn game last week? And I just I don't like any Duke sports in general. Really? So you don't like football? Yeah. I know you hate basketball. No. That's understandable. No, you don't yeah, hate, all you hate football too? Oh, I hate all their sports. Wow. wow. I hate that. I hate all that. So, um, yeah. I like, so like, I I, like I, Duke football. You know why I like Duke, fo- uh, Duke football? Dave Cutliffe? Yes. Guess who else? Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I like Duke football. Yeah, yeah. Riley Leonard. Uh, he'll be a first round NFL quarterback soon. Maybe, yeah. maybe he'll be your Daniel Jones replacement in a couple of years. It, it could. We'll if see. it doesn't we'll work see. out, we'll see about that. Yeah, doesn't have a strong arm, but he he's a great kind of runner. Um, but yeah, game day is gonna be there. I that first time I will never actually watch game day. My my life, I will not be able to watch this weekend. Um, because <laughs> it'll be at, in Durham. Um, but look, you know the the way I have with Nordine right now is. And I forgot mentioned this last week. Like in that NC State game, they struggled um kind of putting drives um continue to kind of sustain drives. They kind of hit on big plays. That's what they did kind of last week into Ohio. They kind of struggled um when they got in Ohio State territory. Um they gotta get better at that. But I think they'll hit a couple of big plays this week. I got Nordane 31 21. Again, yeah, Duke hasn't played anybody. Mike Elko, I think, is a really good coach. I think he's one of the best in the entire country. Um, he'll get a big time job. But look, you know, that that game against Clemson this year, Clemson just you know, two turnovers in the red zone. Um, you know, they had another failed conversion in there. So um, they haven't played anybody yet. And I think Notre Dame wins this game by two scores. We got an SEC matchup in Knoxville as as um, as Joe Milton and Spencer Rattler go at it. I feel like two disappointing. I know you like Spencer Rattler, but I feel like two disappointing quarterbacks are going at it this week. But 
I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the home team here. I'm gonna go with Tennessee. I got them winning to 31 to 20. I think Rattler will throw a couple picks. I think Milton will have a pretty good game against the South Carolina defense. And I got Tennessee winning this game 31-20. But can Rattler pull, can Rattler try to pull up another upset? He couldn't do it against North UNC. He couldn't do it against Georgia. Can he do it against Tennessee? I don't think so. On the road Saturday night in Rocky Top, I got the ball off 34-31. Yeah, Rattler tore him up last year. I wouldn't be shocked if he does again. I think he's going to have a pretty good offensive game. Um, top wide receiver, Xavier uh, Leggett almost had 200 yards pa- uh, receiving last week. Uh, I think he went two incomplete passes last week, Rattler. I, I think he's going to have a pretty good day. Um, Joe Millen, I think he's going to be able to kind of tear it up um, as well to Brew McCoy his top weapon. I think they're going to see a lot of points in this one. Um, but I think the difference too is I think Tennessee's defense is not great. We all know that, but I think they'll get enough pressure on Spencer Rattler. That, that offensive line is horrible. Um, and I think South Carolina keeps it close. I got, I got the ball. So 34 to 31. We'll wrap up talking about Alabama and Mississippi state. I think Alabama cruises in this game. I think Jalen Milroy is a good game. And I lost faith in Will Rogers after the, uh, after that LSU game, I lost all faith in him. I think that uh, I think that Bama wins this. They went, went by three scores. I got Bama winning to thirty-one to ten. And I think you, I bet, you, and uh, I assume you, you got the same, Justin. I got the uh, tied win. This one thirty-one to fourteen. They Mississippi State last week went back to their more kind of air raid offense. They threw the ball forty-eight times. They only ran about twenty. Yeah, but they um, played it, South it, Carolina's it, defense. Yeah, they did. They did. Yes, I. It's not great. Um, but I, I thought the offense looked a bit bit better and you know Bama's defense um uh, you know again that that's a solid defense and I felt like they played a really great they played a really well second half the Crimson Tide did last week um I think they'll have success around the football I think Milroy will make a couple of plays I think he'll make some plays with his legs you know maybe last week in that second half was kind of to get you know was kind of all right you know Alabama kind of taken off here and, and maybe figure figuring some things out here but um Starkville you know Saturday night, tough place to play, but I think Bama will take care of business. Yeah, they sh- they definitely should on Saturday night. So we got we got races, we got pennant races in, in Major League Baseball, AL East, AL Wildcard, AL West, uh, NL Wildcard. But before we talk about that, we are going to hear from our friends at Sham uh, J uh, JPEG Financial and Shamrock Home Inspections. Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. There's no bigger investment than home. There's no bigger investment than homeowners. There's no...
There's no bigger investment than home ownership. And to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person doing all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com. We got the big pennant races in Major League Baseball, and we are going to start with this AL West race between the uh, between the Mariners, uh, Rangers, and uh, and the Astros. Right now, the uh, Rangers are in first place uh, in this race. They they uh, they lead the Astros by uh, it's, it's either a ga- game and a half or two and a half games. Uh, they're they're up, they're up in the two and a half games up on the, on the Astros. And uh, if, if you look at if you look at Texas right now, you look at their schedule. I think they're going to win this division. They got a game with the Angels, which they should win. And I think it's a big series with Seattle. Obviously, a huge series with Seattle. But I think they split there. So I think right now, if looking at the three teams, I definitely think Texas is in the driver's seat right now to win the AL West and get that number two seed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, tonight's a big one. They they're six and six on the year against the Angels. They really haven't been great against them. Um, I think they might get Corey Seager back either tonight or that first game or that or tomorrow night. Like they, you know, they they're gonna get his bat back, which will be, uh, you know, huge for him. Dane Dunning's been okay. You know, he's been pretty good this year for the Rangers. So, yeah, you know, the Texas team, you know, really kind of fell off for a while. I think they lost like 15 out of 20, something like that. They they went on a long losing streak there, but they've been able to rebound. And, um, yeah, I, I think with the way the Astros have been playing, they got swept by the Royals at home and. Um, the Mariners have kind of been up and down of late. Yeah, you know, the Rangers have looked like they'll be able to do enough here to kind of hold on for that division after a couple of weeks ago. You're kind of like, man, Texas might miss playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah, it looks like it looks like they're they're going to hold on and win the division and get a bye and get a bye. That's why winning that division was big because now uh, they're going to get a bye. They're going to get a bye in the uh, in the first round. Yeah, that then that's huge to kind of set up your rotation, and especially a year. Where like the American League is so wide open, like you can make a case for any team oh, that's going to make Tampa, the playoff. Even Houston, Seattle, all those teams, really outside yeah. of Minnesota, yeah. They could see Miss just because of that rotation. I, I, don't I know see, the Lions the, the offense is not good enough for me, and they played in an absolutely pathetic division. I don't see Minnesota doing anything. They do, yeah. I, I, I you know, I could see with that rotation. I know Durant's bones what 27, 26 won't save this year, but. Um, yeah, like I, I, you know, that one's probably the, the least likely, but like, I wouldn't be sh- shocked. So yeah, like it's wide open. So yeah, that, that buy for Texas is, is going to be huge. Uh, or if they hold on here when that division. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think right now, yeah, I think right now they're definitely in the driver's seat to, to, uh, to winning that division. Yeah. They, they should win the uh, AL West. Now moving on to the AL wildcard race is very interesting between, uh, between Toronto, uh, you got you got Toronto in there. You got uh, obviously Seattle and, uh, and and Houston in there. Toronto right now leads uh, Houston leads uh, Seattle by uh, Seattle. They they have a two game lead on Seattle and they have a game lead, half lead on Houston. Houston has the half game lead for that last wild card spot in the uh, in in the uh, American League. So 
it, it, it should be a really, really t- tough battle between all three of those teams. I think Toronto is going to get in. I mean, I th- because I think uh, I think they'll win at least a game against the Yankees. They got to win a game. I know the Yankees beat them, beat them last night because Austin, with Austin Wells as homer, they should win a game at least a game against the Yankees. And I think uh, and, and and I think they should win. I think they should win two out of three against the. Uh, they should they should win two out of three against the uh, Rays. I think the Rays will pretty much have everything locked up. I think that's that division will be over in the next couple of days. I think the Orioles will clinch that division. We'll get to that, but I think the Orioles will clinch that division in the next couple of days. So. Yeah, I, I I think that uh, I think that Toronto gets in, and then between it's really going to come between, obviously between Houston and Seattle. That's going to be a really tough one right there. But I do think it's going to be Houston. I think Houston beats them today, and I think Houston wins that series against Arizona. And I do think that Texas they lose the uh, Houston loses the Seattle loses a couple games to Texas. So I'm going to go with my two out my uh, two other two two other wild card teams are going to be Houston. And uh, they're going to be a Houston and uh, Toronto and Houston. Yeah, for me, uh, coming down the wire tonight, the rubber match between Seattle and uh, Houston's would be huge. And I'm going to take Seattle. I have not liked the way Houston's been playing of late. Like, you just got swept at home by the Royals. And I feel like, too, if the Rangers can kind of clinch this thing in, you know, another day or so, you know, the Mariners could maybe steal a game or two where the Astros have to go to Arizona where they're probably going to be fighting until the very last day. You know, so um, for, for at the moment, I know Seattle's been so up and down, but, you know, the, the Astros kind of got that veteran, you know, all, all those veteran guys who've won World Series and all that. But I just – I haven't liked the way Houston's been playing. The Mariners, um, I know the offense has been very consistent all year, but I'll take I'll take Seattle being at home too this weekend. Um, I know they just got swept by Texas, but I think they'll find a way this weekend to win a couple – and I think they knock out um, things will knock out Houston, and I, I think Toronto will get that other one. I know tonight they got Rios going against Cole. That'll be a kind of tough one, and maybe another like two nothing win. Um, but yeah, I think Toronto will, will kind of continue to to find a way here not to uh, blow that game and half leave they have or two and a half game leave they have right now up on uh you know for the Walker spot. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I just don't see see Toronto blowing the lead for the wild card. Yeah, Houston very. This is probably one of Houston's work. They're still really good, but it's definitely their worst team they probably had probably since 2016. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they miss it. I just – I think the schedule is a little bit more favorable for them. It's not that favorable because they get to go to Arizona the last week of the season, but I think it's a little bit more favorable for them than it is for Seattle. Yeah, I could see it. You know, if Texas kind of loses tonight, that thing gets down to a game, then, yeah, both teams kind of fighting for that final spot and they're just trying to get to the – um just trying to win the AL uh, AL West uh, division, yeah. I could see you know Seattle having a little bit tougher time this weekend. Um, de- definitely. And then yeah, for 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 Houston, I think you know Arizona. It's going to be a tough out down there. And um, you know, I think Friday night. I think Zach Allen's a probable. I know he hasn't pitched great of late, but he's been much better at home. So yeah, you know, for Houston, I think you could go down already like oh one that Arizona series. So um, yeah, I, I could totally see it see it happening but i just i think seattle at home this weekend too is going to help them out because it's going to feel like a playoff atmosphere in both series but i think seattle may get the uh advantage being at home all right we'll move on to the al east race between the rays and the orioles it's not that much of a race i feel like the orioles are going to pull it out look at the orioles are playing at home they got they got the nationals and guess who they got those last four games last place boston red sox where we make a lot of changes (laughs) going into the offseason but yeah i think baltimore should 
definitely win this division. I think they're going to win it within the next. They might win it. T- they might even win it tonight. Might, they'll definitely win it within the next two days. I think that they are going to. They, they're definitely going to be the ALEs champs, and they're going to have home field advantage throughout the entire American League, throughout the entire playoffs in the American League. So, so uh, what a great year for the Orioles. It looks like they are going to win the ALEs. Yeah, yeah, it's been an awesome year for them. Um, you know, they're going to probably get 100 wins, which is going to be insane um, for that franchise, for what they've been the last couple of years. And, yeah, you know, they found a way. They went down 0-2 a couple of weeks ago, the Rays in that series, and it kind of felt like, man, you know, the Rays may steal this thing, but uh, they bounced back Saturday Sunday, and that kind of told me a lot about their resi- resilience. I know that bullpen's not great, but, yeah, I think the Orioles are going to be able to kind of finish it off at some point. Yeah, either tonight or in the next couple of days here against the Boston Red Sox, who have been fighting. They almost came back from a 7-0 deficit to the last night against Tampa Bay. But uh, uh please, yeah, it, please, please, kinda... please. That organization is a dis- is, 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 is garbage right uh, now. That organization is garbage. They're, they're worse. They're worse than the Yankees. But at least, at least they fired Bloom. At least they fired yeah. High and Bloom. That's the one thing I've been saying about the Red Sox. At least they've admitted that they're garbage. They're complete garbage, and they fired High and Bloom. Yeah, they did, and it sounds like that that fan, that 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 front or that ownership group is going to go out and go spend a lot of money this offseason. So they need to may not work. They need, work to, change. They need to change changes. exactly what they've been doing the the four previous years. Yeah. That clearly hasn't been working because that has resulted in three in three last place finishes in the last four years. So they there definitely have to be changes made uh, with them. But yeah, Orioles great year, and they're going to be good for so long too with with some of the young talent, Gunnar Henderson. Adelie Rushman, you got uh, you got Ryan Mountcastle, you got uh, Anthony Santander, Cedric Mullins. That's like five or six good hitters that are gonna, that are all under thirty years old. So the Orioles are set for a long time. And then you got the best one of them all that they say, Jackson Holiday, Matt oh Holiday's kid wow, at nineteen wow. years old. It just keeps you getting know, better. It just keeps yeah. getting better. Let me tell he's you, the, it. the Yankees and he's Red Sox better start on. making some changes, man, or, or they're going to be yeah. looking up at the Orioles for a very, very long time. Oh yeah, and if, if the O's are any, if the O's have any brains, they would start signing some of these guys in a right, like right now. But exactly, we'll see yeah. if that happens. So yeah, you know, maybe we'll see Jackson. Hall- it sounds like maybe, maybe we get, might get a Jackson Holiday sighting in the playoffs. But yeah, they they got so much young talent now. They got John Means back as well. So yeah, this O's team, I'll I'll admit this is a team I'm rooting for to win the World World Series. I don't I don't care. I love to see that see that uh organization one one or and even for that fan because i know that such a they love baseball down there yeah even though they're in my division and my dad's actually an orioles fan so i'm definitely oh, rooting, really? I'm rooting for, oh, yeah i'm rooting for them to win i'm rooting for them to i am rooting for them to win it because i absolutely do not want to see tampa bay win that's a fake fan base in tampa oh, we obviously don't need we don't need to talk about the astros as, as yankee fans uh then you look at uh the twins no, I wouldn't be wouldn't mind seeing the twins. I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing the twins win. Uh, you look, they, 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 then you look at the, uh, the, 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 then you look at the Rangers. Wouldn't mind seeing them or Seattle too. But Baltimore, Seattle just, be, no, go on. Yeah, Baltimore, just such a passionate baseball, a good baseball town. They've been so bad. Yeah, it would be, it would be nice to see, the, it would be nice to see them win. It would be nice to see them win at all. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even though I know they they like the Ashes, they can go about it the right way with the way they kind of just just destroy their team and kind of just tanking, but. Yeah, you know, I know that fan base has been through a lot. I'd hate to kind of see that owner kind of have to the way he's done it and the way he kind of talks negative about this team. This, you know, but uh, yeah, that'd be cool to it'd be cool to see the O's win it. Um, because that's such a great ballpark too, Camden. Um, so yeah, I wanted Mar- Mariners too because the way they got behind that team last year, 
you know, with Rodriguez and that rotation, that'd be another cool one. But yeah, either them or the Manners, you know, Ozer Manners are probably the two teams I'm kind of kind of cheering for here. All righty, we'll move on to the NL wild card race, and we'll see what teams are going to be playing the Phillies and the Brewers in the first round because the Brewers clinched the division last night. Phillies clinched a playoff spot last night as well. So we'll see what teams are going to be uh, are going to be join, joining those two teams in the postseason. And uh, and you got you get it's it's a crazy it's crazy in the NL. You got pretty much four teams within like uh, you got four teams within like you got like four teams within half, uh, a game half. and a half of each other. And you got you got Arizona playing they're playing Chicago right now. They're beat they're beating up on the White Sox. So uh, a- a- yeah, Arizona uh, they got two more with the they got two more with the White Sox and they got three more with the Astros. So. Uh, that should be very, very interesting to see what happens there. Chicago, even though Chicago is behind, I feel like, and their schedule's brutal, I do feel like they're going to make it because I don't I don't know what Atlanta and Milwaukee right now are going to be playing for. So I do think Chicago is going to be one of those teams. I think they'll be the five seed. I think they'll play the Phillies. They'll be in Philadelphia on Tuesday to start the playoff, start the first round of the playoffs. The Marlins, very interesting. They got a doubleheader with the Mets. But they, the problem with me, the Marlins is, the last six days of the season, they got like six six games in. I think it might be six games in five. It might be six games in five days. That's just very hard. Even though their schedule is the most favorable, they got six games in five days. So I actually think they miss it. Cincinnati, to me, they they have a very favorable schedule too. But I think they're a little bit too far back. So I do think it's going to be Chicago and Arizona. Chicago and Arizona to me are still going to be my two wild cards. I think Chicago, Chicago gets the five seed. They hit to Philly. Arizona gets the six seed. They hit to Milwaukee. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, the Marlins you're talking like though. I assume you've heard that story about how the Mets did not turn up the field, and the Marlins are whoa, not happy with the Mets organization. Whoa, That's why whoa, they got swoon last night. Wow, that's so crazy. feels unplayable. That, 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 let me tell you that, that that's terrible. That 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 that's yeah. an embarrassment on the Mets organization. That's embarrassment yeah. on the Mets organization doing something like that. Yeah. So I, I so like the Marlins last night were supposed to have Braxton Garrett, who's going to be last night starter and Sunday starter. Now they don't. Now he can't go Sunday, so now it, it messes up their whole rotation. So yeah, the Marlins organization is furious with with the Mets, and I would be too. So yeah, now now it's like and it's tough to sweep a doubleheader. Um, so yeah, like it it hurts the Marlins there, but yeah, the way Arizona has been playing, uh, they found a way last night to get to Jose Urena, um, kind of later on, but. Yeah, they're already up three nothing. So I, I feel like Diamondbacks are in good shape. I worry about the Cubs. Did you see how the way they lost last night? I know, Zuki I know, they did. That ball? they did. They did. I yeah. kind of feel, man, that's something where that's tough to come back from. I know they got them brace or two more here in Milwaukee, who's probably just going to try to set up their rotation for the playoffs and not really worry about it. But that I, I worry about that could be tough to come back from. But yeah, like behind them though is with the Marlins playing the doubleheader is going to be kind of tough now. And yeah, you, you know, six games here until Sunday, and then the Reds starting to kind of try to make a little bit of run here, but it might be a little bit too late for them. I know they play Cleveland and then St. Louis, but you know, I know the Cardinals here are probably going to try to play spoiler. So yeah, I'm with you right now. I think the Diamondbacks and Cubs are going to find a way, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried there about about Chicago. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be it's going to be exciting Sunday. Got the NFL. Yeah. And you're gonna have the last day of the baseball season, where every team is gonna play at three o'clock. And they're, with 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 how close things are, especially in the AL and the NL wild card, I bet there are going to be games that absolutely matter on Sunday. Yeah, especially now, like last year, everything I think was wrapped up by Friday last year. So yeah, like the weekend didn't really matter. So yeah, um, it'd be a little bit easier. The MLB kind of went back to not ending it on a Sunday, the regular season. But I understand why they do it. 
Um, but yeah, it, it should be a fun po- It should be a fun kind of weekend here trying to get, you know, for all these teams fighting for spots. And it's great too, that like the Mariners and the Rangers are going at it, that which is going to decide the LS. So yeah, there's some good matchups. And even like the Diamondbacks and Astros, they're going to be fighting for a wildcard spot in the respected uh, um, league. So yeah, it should be a fun kind of weekend here at baseball to wrap things up here and yeah, spots up for grabs. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So that's going to wrap it up this week on Sports Talk with R&J. For Justin D'Onofrio, I'm Steve Risser. We'll be back next week talking about uh, the the first round of the baseball playoffs, uh, week five of the NFL season, and week six of the college football season. Have a great weekend, everyone. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is, av- is availability. Saquon Barkley... He's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this. They lob it to him. He taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch, two for three. He's done his part. Finch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. My name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meat, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.